Hey, hey. Uh, welcome to the show. Um, how about you introduce yourself? My name is Matt Voigt with Mad Matter Design, uh, creator of Blarts. Great. And what's, um, what's Blarts about? Like, for the audience out there, can you explain what the game is? Uh, Blarts is just a, just a simple 2D physics game where you launch darts at balloons, kind of like the name implies. Uh, real simple, just touch the screen and launch darts, and then there's, there's some levels in there and a couple other game modes. Great. And uh, what platform is it developed for? It's developed for iOS, Universal for iPhone and iPad. Great. And, um, okay, so what inspired you to make this game? Because um, I think in the pre-interview you mentioned that this is your first game. Yep. Um, well, I've, I've, I've always wanted to do it ever since, you know, I, iPhone came out, you know, what, in 2007 or whenever it was. And yeah. Back then I tried to do it using Apple's native you know, Objective-C, and I just didn't have the time to learn the language, and, you know, I just got frustrated, so I kind of, you know, just put it in a parking lot, and then, you know, a couple years later, starting in about January, I, you know, I, I stumbled across Corona SDK. Um, yeah. Actually, I learned of it through <laughs> an article in, in the news from Bubble Ball. You yeah. know, I've heard of that game. So. <laughs> okay, so you you heard about it in an article, and you're like, what, if this 14-year-old can do it, I can do it? Or what? Cause, kind of, that's kind of yeah. what I was thinking, but yeah. Um, okay, so you you check out the, the SDK, and uh, what did you think? I mean, what was the first thing you did? Um, well, I watched the Physics in Five Lines video, and I was pretty much hooked after that. It just looked, awesome. yeah. I'd never written Lua. I, I do have some programming experience, but I'd never written Lua script. And, you know, after watching that, it just seemed easy. And then, you know, from there, I just... Three months later, I had the game created. So, yeah. Um, okay, so you you finally felt that you could finish a mobile game using Corona. Yep, it looked well. Obviously, yeah, there's a you know a really small learning curve. I putzed around with it and looked at the APIs and you know prototype something. And you know within like a week, I had something, and I'm like, okay, well, I think I can finish this. So I. <laughs> put together a plan and there you know and the rest is history i guess so if you had something solid in a week why did it take um three more months or about you know, two and a half more months to finish it well i mean you gotta you gotta figure out that my game has 25 levels so i had to figure out what the level designs were i i'm not an artist so i needed to find someone that could do the artwork for me and you know i do have a full-time job so yeah and um how did you find an artist did you have to go online or did you have any friends that could help you I actually used my brother's fiance to do the artwork. Okay. And while you're developing this, did you ask other people to test out your game or play it or give you feedback? Um, yeah, just close friends of mine, people that I knew that had uh, iOS devices. And what was the response? Um, you know, how did people take to you actually doing a game since it was your first game? Uh, everyone was really positive and they were, you know, kind of surprised like, wow, you're, you're creating a game, you know, when is it going to be available and things yeah. like that. Um, the thing about Corona is it's, uh, it works for both, um, for Android and iPhone. So, uh, why target iPhone rather than Android? Because I'm an iPhone user and <laughs> I guess that's pretty much the only reason I'm not too familiar with Android. So yeah, do a, well, your friends, are they using iPhone mainly or are they using Android? Um, I'd say probably half and half. Gotcha. And um, what were some of the other challenges or things that you had to change based on 
the user feedback and playtesting of other people? Um, mostly just the way like the interface was, like how you aim in the game and things like that. And some levels that I'd started with might have been too hard or too easy. And you know, just just basic things you probably run into creating any app, I guess. And um, okay, so you developed this thing. Were there any other challenges you faced as you were developing the game? Um, just time management, because like I said, you know, I work a full-time job, and you know, you're. It's actually, I mean, it was fun working with Corona. So I was like, you know, I want to go home and do this, but I got to stay at work. You know, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't want to things. How did you? Um, okay, so so the time came for it to get released. Uh, what did you decide in terms of pricing? Were you going to just give it away for free, or what were you thinking in terms of? Business. I thought about giving it away for free, but you know, I just I wanted to see if I could make a little bit of money on it. And you know, I'm I'm working on the free version. Yeah. So you know, like the light version or whatever. But yeah, I just decided to do 99 cents, like most games. And and how does so you release it for 99 cents? Did you get uh, when did how long did it take to get your first sale? I <laughs> obviously friends and stuff bought it, so I mean, but. You know, we had like fifty or hundred in the first day, and yeah, uh, how did, didn't how long did that feel, man? Like, I mean, you go from never doing a game to actually making at least fifty or hundred bucks, or you know, the seventy percent of that um, in one day. It, it's really cool because I mean, it, now anywhere you go, you can pretty much you know show people like, hey, check out my game. You want to download it and you know help me out, and people are like, wow, you you created this. This is cool. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's kind of fun. And um, were there any other concerns, like, were you getting feedback initially since you had those people buying the game? Um, like, were there any comments or ratings that surprised you? Or, um, I've gotten pretty you? much all positive ratings so far, so I haven't really ran into to any negative feedback yet, so hopefully that'll continue. Now, you said there are 25 levels. Um, what about, uh, are you thinking about adding more levels? What's next in store? Oh yeah, I've already got ideas. I'll be adding, you know, creating updates and you know, free updates and adding levels. Some things that you have to do, I think, to keep people interested in the game. Yeah. And um, yeah, so how does it feel then to be a game developer now? It feels pretty cool. I mean, <laughs> it's fun, and I've always enjoyed, you know, playing games, and it's just it's fun. I mean, yeah. mobile platform is the way to go now. So yeah, yeah. I mean, what are your thoughts? What games do you play normally? Um, what what iPhone and mobile games do you play, and what kind of web games do you play? Uh, not too many web games, just mainly iPhone games, like the big ones, like Angry Birds, Tiny Wings. I liked Ragdoll Blaster a lot. You know, those kind of those types of two D games. Okay, so you're more into the physics games. Than... Yeah, that's what kind of motivated me to do, you know, to add use the physics engine in Corona in this game. Yeah. Um, so, um, are you going to focus on enhancing this game, or are you going to try to make another physics game? I will probably spend some time, you know, getting a free version out, adding some updates, and then I'll start on my next one. And um, how long do you think the next one will take now that you have a better grasp of um, Corona and Lua and stuff like that? I'm thinking it'll probably take about half the time, maybe one to two months. Cool. And and do you like being um, on the iPhone platform? Like, is, has that been a positive experience too, or...? Yeah, it's been great. I like, you know, I like the way Apple does everything with the App Store and all that. And in terms of marketing, are you doing anything in terms of marketing or distribution so that you can become 
the next Angry Birds or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I'm trying to do now. That's that's the phase I'm in now. Is trying to get the game some visibility and you know seeing if I can get some of these big websites to review it and yeah, you know just word. Yeah, let's talk about that because I think a lot of smaller developers they have this issue of how do they even get exposure. You know, because if you're not in the top 50 or something else, it's I think it's extremely difficult to even get yeah, noticed. That's kind of where I'm where I'm at now. So I'm just learning as I'm going. Um, obviously, you got to network with you know social social uh, networks like Twitter and Facebook, and you just got to let people know. And you know, yeah. you, you have to get lucky in a sense too, I guess. And you know, <laughs> get reviewed by one of these big you know like Touch Arcade or something. And yeah, you know, just so, gotta gotta keep pushing. Do you send out press releases then consistently to let people know about your game and whatever updates and stuff like that? Uh, I have not done that yet, but that is that's in the works. So. And what about theming? Adding a theme to your game? Like I know, like they have like Angry Birds Halloween or whatever else, or something like that. Is that something you're also considering? That that is an idea. I've thought about it, but it is it is my first game, so I've got bigger and better ideas that might take more of my time you know to get the next yeah. one out so and are you keeping in touch then with other mobile game developers to just um i don't know get ideas and share feedback and learning so that you can accelerate your success faster yeah i'm staying you know in touch with the corona community and the forums and whatnot and i know a couple people uh close to where i live that are uh indie developers so yeah you gotta you gotta do that you gotta network and you know the more you do that, the better. Right. And so for the audience out there, um, what would you say are the top three suggestions you have for people who have a full-time job and are looking to finish a game, you know, on the side, you know, get something out, maybe make some side income. Definitely check out Corona. <laughs> I can't stress <laughs> that enough. It just makes it so much easier. Yeah. Um, and, you know, have fun. Don't, if you get stuck going to the community and, you know, online and see if you can find the answer. Cause I was able to do that a couple of times. And, oh yeah, go ahead. Um, you know, that's pretty much it. Just have fun with it. You know, if you have an idea, it might already be out there, but that doesn't mean you can't, you know, stick with it and see if you can, you know, like you said, be the next Angry Birds. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do you feel? Do you feel that the physics genre has been overplayed now on these mobile devices, or do you feel there's still room for new types of physics games? I love the physics games. I mean, I think those are the best. So, I but mean, aren't they all a rehash then of the same? Or, or how do you feel that you can innovate? Because you're passionate about physics games. So, where do you feel you can innovate in terms of you know a physics game game designer? Well, that's a good question. Um, well, I, th I think I did a little bit of that with Blarts. It's it's kind of different. I mean, well, I guess you're right. You know, all physics games, you kind of just throw things around and then let them interact. But, yeah, but I, I mean, there are like nuances or minor mechanic variations that do make it more interesting or more compelling. I mean, like you have Cut the Rope, which is a little different than Angry Birds, you know, and that did well. So, um, yeah, I wasn't sure if you've thought about any other ways that you're going to innovate um, in the physics space. Um, you know, I'll just, I'll have to... You just got to pay attention to details and, you know, make things as super realistic. I think people like that. Okay. And where can listeners check out your game, you know, find out more information, maybe keep an eye out for your your next um, physics game? You can go to our website, madmatterdesign.com, or look up Blarts in the App Store. Great. And how do you spell Mad Matter Design? M-A-D-M-A-T-T-E-R-D-E-R. D-E-S-I-G-N dot com. 
Great. And it's Blarts in the App Store. Yep. Great. Uh, thanks again for your time. Take care. Thank you. Yep. We'll see you.